0: as professionals working in the pet industry if we can communicate that to the the guardians and carers of the of the animals that we're working with and help them to really see the world from their animals like own eyes that is a gift that we can we we just can't take away because that will help the animals so much more than us just you know trying to teach them to fix things if we can get them to understand them and really be able to build that kind of really strong bond between them that's the best thing we can give. Hi, I'm Tori Mystic, and you are listening to the Wear Wag
1: Repeat podcast, the only show dedicated to supporting women in all areas of the pet industry. In this episode, I am talking with Caroline Wilkinson of Barket Place, an online dog training and pet coaching business based in the UK. After several years working with in-person clients, in 2018, Caroline began offering online dog training courses to expand who she was able to reach and to help. She noticed that online courses and training eliminated a lot of the stress that pets and their people experience when going to an in-person session. Since then, she's expanded her online offerings to include a membership and a webinar series with guest experts. Her courses cover everything from pet first aid to separation anxiety and puppy classes. And of course, I had to ask, and Caroline generously shared with me how she determines pricing for some of her courses and why she's offering a five-pound special for an upcoming webinar. That's around $6.25 for us Americans. We also talked about how Caroline generates leads and interest in her membership and courses. The key is two free challenges per year, and one of them is coming up on May 23rd if you wanna check that out. I hope this conversation inspires you and how you can grow your pet business online. If you're wondering if an online course would be right for you, I have a quiz to help you find the answer. Go to wherewagrepeat.com slash course quiz to answer a few quick questions and see if an online course would be a good addition to your business. And as always, all of the links and resources mentioned in this episode, including the course platform that Caroline uses, all those links are available in the show notes at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. All right, now on to the interview. As the founder of the digital pet coaching service Barketplace, Place, Caroline Wilkinson is passionate about improving connections between human and hound. Her focus is on relationships and reducing stress for canines living in a human world. She helps pet parents work through challenges they may be experiencing with their dog's behavior so they can get back to the important job of loving their dog. Caroline is a certified animal behaviorist, a registered training instructor, a certified real dog yoga practitioner, and an applied canine (laughs) pharmacognosist. In addition to these qualifications, Caroline also contributes as a writer for a number of trusted pet brands and presents workshops with a focus on living more mindfully alongside our canine companions. Lastly, she is also the co-host of the Chart Topping podcast, supporting both ends of the lead. Welcome, Caroline. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm so excited to learn more about you and your business. Uh, looking at your website, you have so many online offerings for pet parents, and they really are kind of a broad range of topics, um, but all kind of under this umbrella of, you know, improving the canine and human connection. So there's a common thread. There seems to be <laughs> amongst Absolutely. everything. And I would love to maybe start off with, um, you know, a a good way to start every conversation is to ask, how did you get into the pet industry?
0: So my story is probably a little bit strange because it started with giraffes. Um, And you might wonder why giraffes. So I had been always wanting to work with animals growing up as a child, Um, loved dogs, worked at a stables um, for free rides, Uh, just loved being around animals. Um, But my kind of career path didn't go that way to start with. And I was in digital marketing world. Um, and then I went on safari and had just a most amazing experience and had a guide who taught me so many unique things about animals and the way that they communicate not only between species themselves, but also between plants and and it was just mind-blowing. And I thought, I don't want to be in front of a computer for the rest of my life. I want to go back to what I'm passionate about, which is animals. And it was really some specific stories about giraffes that got me to that point. Um, so uh, I came back from that trip and started doing some assisting at local dog uh, classes, with my, which I already had taken my own dog to. Um, and kind of it just spiraled from there. And over the last sort of 15 years, I've been learning and engaging in as much dog information as I can possibly to help help relationships between humans and hounds be the best that they can.
1: Yes, that that is definitely a first. I've never had another guest who said their journey started with giraffes, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I love it and I could see it. Some, one of my friends had recommended a book to me. I think it might be How Animals Talk. Well, I can't remember what the title of it was, but um, it, it was the it was a really big book. And I have to admit, I only got through the first like 100 pages. It was really long. And it was all about how elephants communicate and have their own culture, um, which I'm guessing uh, giraffes might have
0: something like that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just yeah, it's it's incredible. The sort of communication um, that's going on in the world around us that we don't even realize is happening.
1: Yes. Well, and I love in your bio too, there was a little line about um canines living in a human world. And I think about that all the time that, you know, we expect our dogs to fit in and do what we want them to do, but a lot of people don't take the time to consider the dogs and like how are they naturally communicating with you and and what are their instincts telling us and maybe we should pay more attention to that.
0: Absolutely. And I think as uh, professionals working in the pet industry, if we can communicate that to the the guardians and carers of the of the animals that we're working with, and help them to really see the world from their animals' uh, like own eyes, that is a gift that we can we we just can't take away because that will help the animals so much more than us just you know trying to teach them to fix things. If we can get them to understand them and really be able to build that kind of really strong bond between them, that's the best thing we can give. Yeah.
1: Lovely. Well, and so you're doing that with tons of online resources. Um, so let's let's dive into this a little bit. Um, you know, you said that you've been kind of working with people and their pets for 15 years. Um, so I'm sure you did a lot of in-person stuff and now you're doing a lot of online stuff. So how do you feel about that transition? And um, do you find that working online uh, has its advantages?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, first off, yes, I did start with a lot of in-person uh, time. Um, I trained up uh, for a number of years with another local trainer and behaviourist, um, did all my qualifications and started with traditional puppy classes and and the like, uh, one-to-one training. And then as I developed my knowledge more, just start, started to work with more uh, complex cases and helping support people through those. Um, and it was probably... 2018 uh that i thought i'm really restricted on the audience that i can reach by just doing in-person work but also i'm finding that a lot of the puppies that come to class aren't learning effectively because class environment really isn't very conducive to learning effectively um and how could i kind of uh make things better for both my business and also for the success of my clients um and I mean, I think really um, kind of taking the skills that I had from my digital marketing past, I obviously knew how to get certain things set up. Um, teaching online was was different, but um, but setting up the website and things like that was obviously very straightforward for me. Um, but what I found was that by taking some of my courses um, and particularly consultations online, it just helped take the stress factor out of the guardian's hands, because not only were the kind of animals sometimes getting a little over over wound up, overexcited when they came into a class or I came into their home, but also the guardian is obviously feeling pressure about how their dog's behaving. Are they barking? Are they, um, you know, were they jumping up at me? Um, And you take all that away by doing it online and you can get straight into the detail of what needs to be done to support them, as opposed to kind of dealing with lots of silliness and and over the topness from the dog to start with before everything kind of settles and we can really actually start talking together.
1: Yeah, because it's almost like the dog maybe doesn't even know that you're there (laughs) because you're on Zoom. So they doesn't have all that, you know, sensory overload of a new person or in like a group class. Tons of new people and tons of new dogs, um, yeah. And and I also think about the stress of the of the pet parents just getting their dog in the car and driving to the class. That can be very stressful. So uh, doing the virtual stuff really eliminates a lot of that.
0: For sure, it, it it reduces so many different areas of stress. And I love the fact you brought up the car travel because quite often people would come to classes, and you know their dog was already. At sky high levels of arousal because they'd had to not only go in a car and travel, uh, their human was probably quite stressed because they were maybe running late, but then they'd had to walk down a high street or, you know, go past lots of people to get into the building that we were going to be working in.
1: Yeah, I know with my dog, Lucy, she's 11, she's an 11 year old Labrador. And um, we love doing trick training. And we had, we just signed up for a trick training class just to kind of do it for fun but you're right we had to get in the car drive there and then walk down a busy commercial street that she wasn't used to that there was like a lot going on and by the time we got to class she's already tired um because you know she's an older dog so she's already done like a whole huge activity just getting there
0: <laughs> yeah and yeah. stimulation overload is not going to help a dog be effective at learning so yeah yeah I can yes. see Paul Lucy was probably <laughs> not quite in her prime trick training mode when you got yes. there.
1: <laughs> and then she's like, and you want me to do what now? This is, this is too much. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so Caroline, out of all of your different services and and online courses and webinars and all the different things that you offer, is there anything that stands out as being um, the most popular? And I guess that's kind of a two-sided question now that I ask it out loud is, what's most popular with your customers versus what do you enjoy doing the most?
0: Oh, I love that question. That's great. So, I mean, I really do love working in my membership, my club, um, because I get to know people for a long time. Many of them have been with me for years um, uh, and, you we have so much fun together um we do online train together sessions where we work over zoom training together uh, as if it's a group class but virtually from your living room um and um yeah we have so much fun there um but i think the the most popular in terms of um our wide client client base um is one of our small bite-sized courses so COVID for me was kind of a, a bit of a gift to our business because um, I was obviously already set up online. So I was a bit ahead of the game for being able to teach um, effectively remotely. Um, but we dived straight into creating two courses to help dogs with specific challenges we saw that had come out of uh, the pandemic. So the first was obviously separation anxiety. We were all around our dogs way too much. Uh, but the second was barking. Um, and what I found is that so many of the pet parents that I work with... Um, had found that there was an increase in barking, alert barking because the the humans were at home, doorbell barking because everyone was getting so many deliveries. Um, You know, there was a lot going on. And then frustration barking because they weren't able to get to see the people or the dogs the other side of the road. Um, So we made a short course called Break the Barking Habit, and that's been still today our biggest seller and the one that gets the best feedback in terms of quick, effective, um, responses, um, you know. So it's a it's a really good, easy, bite size course for people to dive into. Well,
1: and that seems like a perfect one to do virtually because you know you're at home where the dog is barking and and doing their kind of normal behaviors. And in class, it can be hard to replicate that in
0: person. Absolutely, and also if your dog is barking when you're trying to work with a trainer and they're there. You can't focus on the information you're being given as the human end of the lead because you're, all you're thinking about is trying to stop your dog barking, to be embarrassed about it, or, you know, you just can't take take that content in. Whereas when you're able to take it in virtually online and all our courses are self-paced, um, so you can do it as it suits you, um, then, you know, that's so much more effective for the human's learning.
1: Um I'm curious if you wouldn't mind talking to you a little bit about pricing your online courses. Um, because I think that's a big question that I hear from a lot of people is they're just not sure how to price this stuff. And I think that you have kind of a range. So, how do you figure out what's going to be lower price and what's going to be higher? And then you also have a membership. How do you figure out some of that stuff?
0: Sometimes it's tricky. And I'm not gonna lie, I think pricing is one of the hardest things with online businesses um, because you want people to value the information that you're giving out um, and if it's too cheap that obviously people tend to just throw the money away and probably never complete the course um if it's too much then it's a deal breaker for you know we have obviously covid was a financial pressure on a lot of people and the cost of living stresses that we're having here in the uk particularly and i know around the world um are all impacting people and we want to be able to help as many dogs as we can um so it kind of depends on the, I guess, the the longevity, the course may or the time uh, impact that might have on the person taking the course. So for example, our Break the Barking Habit course, we say it should help you within 28 days. So we priced it at £28, which I guess is around $35, $40. Um, and um, then our Separation Anxiety course, that's going to take you It could take you months or years to to kind of crack. Um, And there's a lot more detail in there. There's a lot more sort of, you know, meat to the information. So that's up at £49. And so it sort of varies, you know, depending on the the amount of content in there. Obviously, the one-to-one consultations are at a higher price rate or or packages because um, that is uh, individual time that you're getting rather than your self-paced kind of replicated course content.
1: Right. And from your from your side, um, the self-paced courses are things that you've already created. You've already put the time into. You don't have to put more time into it with each person who signs up.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, we do um, do uh, particularly to our puppy course. We uh, regularly put some updates into there um, uh, and we offer kind of additions. So, for example, like with the separation course, we also offer every now and then we will do a group um, kind of support class for over four weeks where people can get sort of one to maybe 20 time with me um, to be able to guide them through the process if they're struggling because we all know right how many courses have you signed up for and you don't take them because you just kind of get, don't get that starting point. Um, so sometimes having that sort of thing to kind of push you through it can can be helpful
1: yeah some little accountability and and motivation and um, seeing other people doing it, it it's a great motivator for sure um, for sure <laughs> So your courses how um is there a course platform that you use or what is the software that you're using to um deliver these to people.
0: So interesting you ask cuz we're just switching at the minute. So it's Ooh. been learn dash with WordPress for the entirety of, of marketplaces life um but we're just setting up on Kajabi, uh, on Kajabi.
1: Yes, I've heard really great things about Kajabi. What
0: made you want to make the switch? Well, I worked out with all of the different things that we were using to, I mean, I've used WordPress for my life as a digital marketer before. So I was so familiar with the platform. It was a no brainer to start on it and it works brilliantly. But when I was adding on various different things and um, all the different like MailChimp and Zapier and um, all kinds of other stuff on top, it was actually as cost uh, or would cost me as much as the Kajabi platform would. Whereas when I looked at the Kajabi cost in the first place, I was like, whoa, that's a lot. But actually, it worked out as a no-brainer. And because then I know it's always going to consistently be updated rather than us as a team having to update things and make sure everything's secure, um, it sort of takes some of the headache away from running your online business.
1: Yeah, it always is tempting. You feel like you can save money by kind of cobbling things together and figuring it out yourself. Um And it's great at the beginning, but then sometimes you get to the point where you need to kind of up level. And I know I use Zapier a lot and sometimes it breaks and uh, that's a huge pain in the butt.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that's technology is always great when it's working as you want it to. Um, But when it doesn't, it's nice to know that you've got like a support team there who will run it that's not affecting your business. They'll just get it sorted for you.
1: Yes. So in all of your courses, uh, do you have kind of a, um, like a yearly plan of what you're going to push and promote more, or is it just all kind of evergreen available? What, how do you kind of plan out the promotions for it?
0: So every year um, around this time, coming up in a month now, um, we run a three-week recall challenge, which I like to call our canine connection challenge. Um, So it's really effectively helping um, pet parents to create better connections with their dogs out in the world um and that has been a great driver into our membership um uh so that's and also getting people just onto our email list um so running it's it's a long challenge a lot of people do like three day, seven day challenges ours is three weeks but it needs to be really for how the training is kind of provided um but it's a great way to get people in and we so we always run that and we always run a what we call the walking into winter series in uh around kind of the fall time october november time uh which is helping people more from a well-being point of view to um help themselves and their dogs have the healthiest winter that they can and that tends to help get more people into our courses um um kind of seeing that there's that real nice support for both ends of the lead um through the work that we do um so those are two kind of big cornerstones, I guess, of our, of our our year plan. And then it really depends on what we're releasing. So we're just restarting our webinar series um, after a hiatus while I was on maternity leave or sort of semi maternity leave. You never really are when you run your own business. Um, so we're just restarting that. Um, so there's a lot more promotion going on around that at the moment. The, the webinar
1: series looks so interesting. Can you tell us more about that?
0: Yeah, so these are kind of, I guess, some even smaller bite size um, uh, sort of approaches to information around life with your dog. Um, so we've got things ranging from um, canine first aid, um, nutrition, uh, things like maybe on lead aggression, uh, separation related challenges. Um, and they're either run by, presented by myself. Um, members of our team or uh they are through guest tra- uh, guest trainers or behaviorists or specialists uh, so we've had a whole right, wide range of amazing people from my network come and do talks for us so i guess it's kind of a little bit like a podcast um but um there's an opportunity to obviously ask questions um and be able to um to get that sort of connection with the person who's presenting at the time um so uh, but prior to me going off to, off work for a little bit, um, we were running one a month um, and we're just restarting that now. The first actually starts tomorrow night.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll have to check that out. And so our is the webinar series, is it a, a paid thing that people sign up for or is that also
0: free like lead gen? Um, The webinar series is a paid for um, uh, option. We have got a couple of lead generation webinars that are sort of separate, but um, these are paid for because most of the time we're paying a guest to come and speak as well. So obviously it's, um, it's, their time is valuable and and important to, to share. Um, But we are doing a special sort of five pound, um, six dollar type of uh, intro to reintroduce the webinar series um, this year. So it's, you get like 90 minutes of CPD for professionals, or you're going to get, you know, 90 minutes of insight into your dog's uh, world uh, for the pet parents. So it's, I think for a fiver that till five pounds, that's definitely worth it.
1: Yes. I love it. I, I, I love that you have such a variety of options of um, like low ticket offers, five five pounds up to you know, your more involved puppy classes and one-on-one. And um, it's really, really awesome to have such a variety of options for people.
0: Yeah, and it helps as well. I think people are able to kind of work through um, our system. So they might come and listen to a webinar, um, or maybe join for one of our smaller courses. And then they often then will book in for consultations or consultation packages later on, um, as they feel they get to know us a little bit or particularly get to know me through the courses. um, And then they want to obviously get more, more support. Yeah.
1: Since you have a digital marketing background, I have to ask, um, do you find it is social media or email or do you do paid social ads? Um, What is kind of the biggest um, sort of traffic driver for your
0: business when it comes to that kind of stuff? Um, So up till now, I'd say it's been really our Facebook group uh, running the challenge through the Facebook group um, and our email list. Um, We asked trying to start to uh, put some more time into instagram as well at the moment um and yeah there's or you could always be on another platform right um and it's just time um pressures really that um that have kind of restricted but i generally are uh, most of our clients are coming through facebook or our email list
1: Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I I love to hear what people's approaches are because I feel like there's so much pressure for all of us to be posting on Instagram every day or start a TikTok account. And I love when I see business owners who aren't doing that. (laughs)
0: I mean, we have a very, very non-happening TikTok account uh, because <laughs> it was like, you must be on it. And then mm, it's not really my jam. So um, I'm sticking to where I feel comfortable and where like, we uh, kind of connect with the right people that we want to connect with.
1: Right. And what's working? You know, if it's, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> So Caroline, uh, you know, thank you so much for sharing all this business advice, but you have so much expertise as well about kind of tuning into our dogs. Um, is there any advice that you'd want to share with my listeners, you know, who are petpreneurs, who are probably a little bit workaholics, (laughs) um, about kind of some, some great ways to tune in and, and be more mindful with our
0: dogs? Yeah I think it's really important to think about balance and that's balance for us as well as balance for our dogs Um, and when I talk about balance it's about looking at your week and looking at what makes you or your dog feel good and what makes you feel not so great Um, and that might be that for some days your dogs need to have a rest from the world. Um, I love talking about rest days and giving our dogs time off like I call it like a detox for their emotional well-being Um, and it's just like we might take a social media detox. Sometimes our dogs need to Have time out from the world and just focus on time together at home. um, You know, training, playing games, doing some scent work, whatever it is that that fills you both with joy, uh, because that can take some stress away from you as well. Particularly if you have an anxious dog, to not have to go out that day um, or only go for a five-minute sort of toilet break, um, and then focus on fun things rather than just everyday meeting. You know, something stressful uh, for both of you. But it is so important that as leaders of our businesses as the leaders of our homes with our dogs that we are looking after ourselves just as much as we do our dogs so yeah be kind to yourself
1: (laughs) no I like that I I that really speaks to me this week because we had the most gorgeous weather this weekend and then On Monday this week, it was cold and rainy and I was, we tried to go out for a walk and I was like, this is just, I regret everything. We're turning around, we're going back inside. And instead we did some trick training and the dogs had so much fun and I had more fun and it was just better for everyone. So that really resonates with me this week.
0: That sounds a great, like a great day to me. Um,
1: well, Caroline, this has been such a wonderful conversation. I'm so sorry it has to end because I could talk to you all day long. Um, but for our listeners, where can they go to learn more about you and
0: Place? So you can find our main website at Marketplace.uk um, or anywhere on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Marketplace. And your
1: um, recall challenge is coming up soon. So if anyone wants to sign up for that, that will be happening soon.
0: Yeah, So that's happening May 23. Um, and, um, yeah, you can find all about it on our Facebook page. Okay. Wonderful. Well, thank you again for, for your time and sharing, um,
1: so much about your story and your business with us. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having
0: me. It's been really fun.
1: Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, send me a note on Instagram at wear, wag, repeat, or find even more women petpreneurs to connect with in our private Facebook group called Wear Wag Repeat Labs. If you want to dig into more episodes, resources to grow your business, or find a link to something we discussed, it is all right there for you at wearwagrepeat.com. I'll see you back here next Wednesday for a fresh conversation.